Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Sarikolia coming to you once again uh, with another episode of Age of Heroes, uh, my podcast. Uh, in today's episode, uh, I want to discuss uh, some of the news that we have heard uh, for the, you know, pretty much since yesterday. There was a, a new reveal from Marvel Comics uh, in regards to some events that are coming uh, next year. Uh, of course, uh, uh, for those that are familiar with comic book stories or comic books in general, uh, you know, Marvel every year, uh, every, every, pretty much every summer, there is a big event with Marvel does, you know, like pretty much a crossover stories or a big story, uh, that kind of, uh, go alongside different, uh, different issues or different, um, you know, imprints or different, um, uh, comic book stories. So it goes from, you know, different magazines and it covers the entirety of the Marvel universe. And it's something that is traditional for Marvel. Marvel does this pretty much every, every year. Um, so which is normal. We kind of got accustomed to it, to this big events where, you know, a lot of things happen and, uh, lives are destroyed. Uh, you know, some people are revived and some people are killed. Uh, you know, new storylines, you know, threats to different storylines for the future. So everything kind of changes. Uh, the, the, the funny thing about this one though, you know, every year is something big, you know, nothing major that really changes the landscape of comics. It's just a big event that doesn't last long, uh, changes maybe, uh, make some changes to the storyline and all of a sudden everything goes back to the status quo. Everything goes back to normal. You know, if you read comics, if you're into comics, you are familiar with this process, which Marvel follows through and even DC, but Marvel has done it traditionally every year. Um, and it seems that now Marvel is more traditional traditionalist in, in comparison to DC, which was the all the way around before. But and that's not the theme of this uh, episode today. Uh, we can discuss that in, an, in another episode in the future. But uh, the, the, the title of this one is it really struck me. It says Marvel history is destroyed. And of course, they have four teaser uh, posters for this. And uh, this supposedly is coming out in March. We will know more about it. They say that we're going to have probably more uh more stories uh, or more uh, teasers before the time, before we get to there. So you have a, first we have a uh, poster, which is for uh, who found Captain America on the ice before the Avengers. That was one. There was one for actually for the Dark Phoenix, uh, who saved Jean Grey from Dark Phoenix. And there was another one that says, who brought the amazing Spider-Man back after Spider-Man No More? Of course, the classic storyline. Uh, and also, who really gave the Fantastic for their powers? And that's the ones we have so far. Probably there's more uh, somewhere else. I couldn't find them. I couldn't see anything else. And, of course, uh, at the bottom it says, Marvel history is destroyed, uh, March 2019. So we got these teasers. And, of course, as always, there is controversy. Of course, all this type of storylines, all these uh, teasers and everything that happens, uh, everything that is shown to us uh, before this come to us, of course, is going to be controversial among uh, comic book fans. As you know, comic book fans are some of the most, uh, I wouldn't say toughest crowd, but definitely they are up there, you know, when it comes about, and that includes also, uh, you know, you can talk about Star Wars fans. Some of the, I think Star Wars fans are the, the, could be the most toxic of all, but I think they're followed up by comic book fans, which, you know, I'm a part of the, the community, so, of both communities, so I really love this, 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 you know, this two big universes that are now under the banner of Disney, but, um, of course, you know, I know that the toxicity in, in this community can be, can, can be hard, can be tough but uh in, in regards to what, uh, what you know about this you know i, I made me think about a lot of things i was uh i was thinking about it uh what is it the marvel
devil is trying to plan. And it really, uh, at the, at the, at the end of it, you know, I really came to the conclusion as usual that the problem with Marvel and the problem with comics in general is this idea that you have to have big events, uh, Every year or every every couple of months, you have to have this huge event where everything happens and there's a revolution going on and there's everything going crazy and all the characters going crazy. And all of a sudden, the, the storm subsides until next season, until n- the next event comes. And sometimes one event is just uh, pretty much the, the mezzanine or just the, the introduction to the next big event. So you go from one big event to another big event to another big event and nonstop. And it's constant. It's a constant, I would say, a trick that uh, Marvel Comics or any of these companies create just to keep you busy and just to keep you buying more comic book stories. And primarily, uh, we're talking about Marvel and DC uh, as companies that they have done this for years and years and years and years. It gets to the point where it's tiresome. It is tiresome to... Constantly going from one event to the other with no real ending, with no real consequences. Because, yes, someone can get killed on this event. Uh, two events down the road, two years down the road, that same character is going to be revived uh, at another event. And it's a constant vicious cycle from story to story, from stories to story. Now, the one that, that the part in this one particularly, just for what we have seen so far, we haven't really known much what's going on. It seems that it's going to be something that is going to shake the entirety of the Marvel Universe. It's going to change some of the reasons, some of the, the facts of some of the very well-known, uh, you know, events or, uh, or, Happenings or whatever in regards to these characters, things that uh, have really shaped these characters for years, for generations. Uh, who gave the Fantastic Four their powers? And some people are speculating that maybe they're trying to create someone. There was a mastermind behind these events that created all the situations, which is it's kind of cool idea, kind of kind of like a cool concept, but not necessarily so. You know, there's something that we have to go back to. Uh, pretty much to the beginning of the characters. We have to understand the characters and their creation. We have to understand what was the reason that created these characters. If you change that algorithm, you know, and, and, and we're going a little bit mathematical here, but it's not about numbers. If you change that, the reason why people fell in love with the characters in the first place, if you change some of those aspects of their stories, that can also affect and change the reasons behind and their motives they have to be who they are. And you have to be very, very careful to get into this deep waters where you're changing the story just to assimilate to a cause, assimilate to a, uh, you know, to try to bring the stories to accommodate them into the modern day, uh, you know, I don't know, conversation of things. You have to be very, very careful uh, because if you do that, you r- run the risk. You're risking the possibility of changing the cost, the, in this case, the core elements that make these characters great by transforming them into something they're not. And uh, I feel that this is the part where Marvel has to be very, very careful. Yes, I understand that they need to keep uh, magazines in, in circulation. They need to keep selling um, these comic book stories. <clears throat> and they have to do whatever they have to do in order to, uh, you know, steer that attention. But you have to be very careful. Now, on the other hand, I was thinking to this morning and re- uh, that, you know, a couple of months back. And if you follow uh, this podcast and, of course, you follow my YouTube channel, uh, if you, I saw, you know, if you follow uh, 
in regards to comic book stories, you know, I have a video um, in my YouTube channel when I talk about the possibility that John Byrne coming back to Marvel. And also I talk on one of my initial uh, episodes of this podcast uh, in regards to it as well, where uh, there is a possibility that he can come back. And there was a, in that conversation, if you remember or if you not, you know, I have the link so you can listen to the podcast or watch the video. Uh, you know, John Byrne mentioned that he would like to come back if he's given the chance to redo things for the X-Men, particularly the Dark Phoenix story, because he was never happy with it. So when thinking about this, uh, uh, you know, going through the news yesterday, and remembering what was said then and uh, the possibility that if he said, I can go back, I will go back if I'm given the opportunity to kind of rewrite the story, maybe in an world story. So that made me think about it. Uh, actually, it kind of struck the light bulb in me. And I said, wait a minute. Is it John Byrne coming back to the Marvel to rewrite some stories? Maybe not as a event, but maybe as, a, you know, as, as Elseworlds story. And I know that Sobolski, uh he was talking about that he would like to have him working with it, not in the sense of Elseworlds stories, but working pretty much on in stories for them, you know, for Marvel. Uh, and he will be, you know, glad to do those things. So thinking about those things, uh, that made me think and ask the question to myself, ask the question, is, is this uh, a sign that maybe some of these writers are coming back? Maybe John Byrne is coming back to do some work. Maybe that's the event they're pointed out. I don't know. This is speculation from my part. But it would be great. If he's coming back, I will be all for it, you know, uh, for a new old story or Ailsworld story. Because I believe that if there's a writer that understands this character as well, it's John Byrne. Uh, because, you know, he understands the character. Chris Claremont, John Byrne, all this, right? They understand the character as well. It would be great to see them again participating. Uh, Walt Simonson, all this, uh, all these great artists, great writers participating in their stories again, uh, reshaping some things that maybe they were left out and they, they didn't have the opportunity to finish up. Uh, I will I'll be more than glad to support it. Now, Knowing the, you know, the landscape of Marvel and the landscape of comics, that possibility is there, but the chances are not as great as they given the work to some of the more modern writers because, you know, that's what really sells nowadays or what they understand that sells, uh, you know, because you have a fan base that nowadays is still young and they love this character. So the, I'm not sure that this is actually the approach. It's just a speculation from my part and it's just wishful thinking. Uh, but I don't know. It just, it feels that there's something is not right uh, and something is, is right on it, but something is not completely right. I definitely not. I'm against the fact that if they decide to change things just for, you know, for just the wall factor, just to, you know, for, you know, kicks and giggles, just to make it this, you know, to sell some more copies and issues. But the after effects, you know, the aftermath can be, can be harmful for the comic stories as, as a whole. So we don't know exactly what they're going to do. I particularly not fun of the ancient news stories. And I can go back to something that I may need to discuss in a later, in a future podcast, in, in a future conversation, future video on YouTube, where I'm really, I'm really get to the point that I feel that the problem with Marvel, the center problem is this idea that they have to keep rehashing stories. So they kept remaking stories time and time and time and time and time again. It's a constant repetition of things, a repetition, a repetition, because they assume that success comes from repetition. I, I'm always, I'm always said this, and I'm just an avid believer of this term. Repetition doesn't equal success. You know, you can do the same things over and over and over again and never be successful. Is creating new things that are changing everything 
but they are giving you value. What makes the stories shine? I feel that one of the biggest problems with Marvel and DC and, you know, and a lot of the story, comic book stories today, uh, is the repetition of the same stories, the rehashing of the same stories time and time again. And you are trying to reinvent the wheel with the same characters over and over and over again. When was the last time Marvel created a new character? Yeah, you can say this character or this other character, but they're just kind of secondary in comparison to the big characters. And yes, people want to see more Captain America. People want to see more Wolverine. People want to see uh, Spider-Man. They want to see those characters more and more and more. But why? They want to see that because they're larger than life. Because they are were created from the get-go, from the beginning, with the core elements that people love, that people care about. And of course, that expands. But you have seen more modern characters like Deadpool, which people love. You know, Venom. People love Venom. And you can see how powerful they have become. They were cheesy in the beginning, but they have become more and more than what they were meant to be because people have injected on them, you know, the writers injected good stories and good core values or good elements that really people care about. And I feel that this is the, the thing we're right now with Marvel needs to do or DC or anybody else. If you want to be more successful and sell more copies, don't create all these stupid events. Don't try to throw everything out the, you know, even the sink out of the window and try to do all of those things that are not meant to last forever. Create stories that last for a lifetime. Characters that people care about. You know, build those characters, create those characters. And I feel that this is the thing. You know, I'm tired of reading the same story over and over and over and over again. That makes a lot of comic, old comic book fans like myself just go back to the same old stories. We just go back to reread the things that we read when we were kids because nothing that is new is sticking, you know, sticking to, uh, sticking out. Nothing that is new is really making a difference for these characters. It's just changing the, you know, the conversation is changing those elements that make this cast, you know, these characters great. Bring me something. Give me something that really has value. Create a character that I care about. You know, and if you create those characters and you create those stories, you have money in your hands. You have gold in your hands. This is what Marvel needs to learn, in my opinion. And this is what will change the way, you know, the comic book sales are going, you know, and the direction they're going right now. Because they're losing money. They're going down and down and down. And the only reason these franchises are still alive is because the movies are out there and people want to know more about this character. So they go back to buy comic book stories. But it shouldn't be that way. It should be that the people love the comic book characters and they love the comic book stories. So they go and watch their movies. But we live in a different world now and everything is, has to be directed. And now, you know, the movies are directing the direction, are just pointing the direction, are the ones actually shaping the stories in the comic books that it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be the other way around. And I think that's the biggest problem and one of the biggest flaws that we have. And it has nothing to do with the movies. We cannot blame the movies. We cannot blame their success of the movies. We have to blame, in this case, the editors and the people at Marvel because they haven't done what really makes people go back to comics. They haven't done what necessary for these stories to survive. Well, this is just definitely, of course, my opinion, you know, and this is based on my experience as a comic book uh, reader. You know, I don't work for the industry, so I don't know exactly what goes into it, you know, what entails for them to do what they do. But I feel that if we are able to get to that place where we bring that balance, you know, you're going to have more people get into comics, whether it's digital, whether it's physical, you know, because we understand that, you know, and I have talked about this before, physical is no longer what it used to be, and it's not the way to go. So go digital, but create those stories that matter and that impact people, impact readers to the point that they feel more compelled to get into more stories, create characters that really matter. 
you know, characters that really have a story to tell. You know, how is it that back in the 70s or, you know, even the 80s, you know, many characters were created from Marvel. In a time that they, you know, they needed stories, so they created characters and after character. Some didn't stick, some didn't last long, but they have shaped the, the Marvel Universe. Do the same thing again. You know, do it. You know, just create some characters that really has a lasting effect and you will see how this will shape into much better stories in the future. You know, rehashing the stories is not cutting it anymore. We have to do something better. We have to get new stuff. If not, you know, people are going to keep moving away into other type of entertainments where they feel that the stories are met and they feel that they have something new, something fresh where they can feel compelled to stay. Uh, well, this is just my opinion, of course. What do you think about this? Are you excited about this news, about what is coming? Are you tired of the way the industry is handling this? Are you tired of all of these big events with Marvel? Or you have hype hopes of this? Do you think that this is the comeback for uh, John Byrne? Or do you think this is just another cash grab uh, like many others, like every year from Marvel? Just share your thoughts below. I would like to hear them. So once again, thanks for listening to this podcast. Thanks for watching the video. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, share the podcast with your friends. You know, take it anywhere. You know, you can download the app. You can download it through iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and any other app. And uh, please consider supporting this channel. Uh, any financial support uh, through my Patreon account will build this channel. Uh, will build this podcast to even to have more and much better content. So once again, thank you and God bless you. I'll talk to you again. Bye bye.